What's going on, everyone? It's your boy, Rod the Magnificent, for the final mini episode of Magnificent Vibes Podcast, aka MVP. And I'm back with my picks. I'm back with my Super Bowl picks. So I'm looking forward to picking between who I think is going to win between the Bengals and the Rams. And hey, it's only a few more days left as of this recording. So I look forward to talking about who I think will win. So I'm not going to ramble on much longer. I'm going to get right into it. The Rams are a four and a half point favorite to beat the Bengals in this particular Super Bowl. Now, the Bengals will represent the home team, even though the Rams are playing in their home stadium. The Bengals represent the home team in regards to Super Bowl. So that's a little fun fact that I wanted to throw in on that one. But just taking a look at how both teams got here, starting off with the Rams, the Rams beat the Cardinals in the wild card round convincingly uh, 34 to 11. Very impressive performance by Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, who, in my opinion, is the NFL's real MVP. But of course, it's going to go to Aaron Rodgers. But that's another story for another day. Then the Rams go into the divisional round with a huge matchup against the favored Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the road, and they pounced on them very, very quickly. But we all know the Tom Brady story. We know we all know how things fall so perfectly for Tom Brady to come back in these games. And he did. He did that. But this time there was not an Atlanta Falcons meltdown. This time the Rams with a huge throw from Matthew Stafford to Cooper Cup, who just put them in field goal range, put them away 30 to 27. And then in the conference championship game, the Rams, despite being down 13 points, come all the way back to beat the 49ers and basically cause Jimmy Garoppolo to try to win the game. Unfortunately, that did not happen for the Niners. Shout out to Debo Samuels for having such a great season at wide receiver, running back, tight end, defensive back, safety, strong safety, cornerback. He does it all. He just does it all, man. Debo Samuels is a treat to the eyes if you are an NFL fan. And uh, it's unfortunately they didn't get a chance to get to the Super Bowl. But the Rams are here thanks to Odell Beckham Jr. as well, putting up a very solid performance in the conference championship game. And also that defense, which put on a nice show. Aaron Darnold, just he's smelling the champagne. He's, He's that passion is growing. He wants to get to the big dance. And so here he is, and they're waiting on their opponents, which is the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, how did the Bengals get here? Well, they squeezed past the Raiders in the wild card round. Now, there was some controversy to that victory over the Raiders, but a lot of comparisons between Joe Burrow and Tom Brady are starting to surface. And if you recall, which is about to be a 30 for 30 on this, Tom Brady had a fortunate victory against the Raiders in his first championship run uh, to ring number one. So, hey, for Bengals fans, this can be a sign of encouragement. All right. So in the wild card round, they beat the Raiders 26 to 19. Then they advanced to the next round. And Ryan Tannehill just said, you know what? I don't want to win a Super Bowl this year. Maybe I'll try again next year. 
and basically handed the keys over to the Bengals to win that game. Now, I'm not taking nothing away from the Bengals. They played very tough defense. They did all they could to contain the Tennessee running game from basically blowing the game open and forcing Ryan Tannehill to beat them. So they did a good job at that. Joe Burrow, despite getting sacked nine times, he was able to come out and squeak out a victory with timely throws. And they advanced to play the mighty Chiefs in the next round. And boy, I am still shocked at this victory by the Bengals. I mean, they were getting trounced in that first half. Looked like it was going to get worse. Looked like they were going to be down 28-3. But thanks to some bad decisions on that last drive by the Kansas City Chiefs and not doing nothing with the pos- having first possession in the second half, it allowed the Bengals, after scoring their first touchdown of the game, to see some daylight and get some confidence and get some hope. And the Bengals made great adjustments uh, defensively, going back to making things miserable for Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, making timely throws, making timely decisions, that huge escape from a sack, a potential sack, and then that run for a first down. To me, that was the biggest play of the game for the Bengals. And, And that's what led to the Bengals taking the lead. And so... The Bengals went on in overtime. Everybody knows the story. The Chiefs won the toss. The Bengals stopped them. And then they were able to win the game by a field goal. And they have a great kicker, by the way. But anyway, the Bengals, they punched their ticket to the Super Bowl. And here we are, the Rams and the Bengals. So, statistically, comparing quarterbacks, Matthew Stafford throughout the playoffs, He's 72 of 100 in pass attempts, 72% of his passes he has completed for 905 yards and six touchdowns to one interception, which leads to 115.6 passer rating. And that's against two very impressive defenses in Tampa Bay and San Francisco. So if you're a Rams fan, that's a positive going into this game where the Bengals defense is not as good as those two defenses, but they were good enough to stop Mahomes. So (laughs) we'll see what happens. But let's go on the Bengals side, the quarterback for the Bengals, Joe Burrow. 75 completions out of 109, almost identical to Stafford. Uh, but a 68% pass percentage, 842 yards passing, four touchdowns and two interceptions on a 96.2 quarterback rating. Now, one of the things that really jumps to my attention, one of the performances that to me is constantly being overlooked is the play of Chase, of uh, uh, Higgins, Boyd. That wide receiving core is amazing. And the Rams are going to have a problem because, yeah, you got Jalen Ramsey on one side, but you don't have much else, even though they're, you know, Eric Weddle's there, but he's old. But the thing is, this team, this the, 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 the secondary for the Los Angeles Rams is going to have to step it up big time if they're going to beat the Bengals. If they let those wide receivers get off, and you got Tyler Boyd, who could easily be a number one wide receiver on any other team, is their third wide receiver. Man, you're talking about some trouble for the Rams. But 
That wide receiving core is amazing. Joe Mixon at running back. He hasn't been as explosive as he was in a regular season in the playoffs, only averaging 3.7 yards per game. But, hey, he's still effective. You still have to account for him, and you still have to game plan for him. And so we'll see what happens with that. The Rams on the other side, Akers, who is only averaging 2.8 yards per carry. I feel like uh, Sonny Michelle should be getting a little bit more playing time than he has been given by uh, Coach Sean McVay. But other than that, I think that uh, the, the, the running game for both teams are identical. Now, the only difference is Mixon does take care of the football. Akers has shown that he can be a little bit sloppy with the football. Now, he's missed most of the season. He came back in the playoffs. And so, yeah, Rust can have a little bit to do with that. But Akers going to have to clean that up real quick if the Rams have any chance. And then the wide receiving core. Again, we have two teams with really good wide receiving cores. You got Cooper Cup. You, you got Odell Beckham, of course. And you got Van Jefferson. Now, that's a, if you want to compare the two wide receiving cores, I think they're about even. Now, Higby, I don't think is going to play in this game. He got hurt in the NFC Championship game, but if he if he's okay for this game, then that's fine. You got also Azuma, who got hurt in the Chiefs game, or I think the game before, whatever. Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. But Azuma is slated to try to make a return to play in the Super Bowl, but we will see. I don't think the tight ends are going to make a big difference in this matchup, even though I feel like the Rams rely on their tight end a little bit more than the Bengals do. Higby, I think, is the biggest piece to that Rams offense that makes that machine go because he is very underrated, number one. He's a very underrated tight end. He can block, he can catch, but he just makes those big third-down conversions that Stafford really needs, and he came up big in that Tampa game, so... Hey, that's going to be a big loss for the Rams, but not too big of a loss. So, with that being said, both defenses, the Rams are, of course, a much better defense statistically than the Bengals. But, they haven't been shut down. You can score on them. They've shown that you can score on them. They're a little bit up in age, so they're going to be dealing with some young bucks. On, on defense that they're going to have to keep up with. And this Cincinnati team is very scrappy. They fight back. They do not back down. So the Rams defense has their work cut off out for them. So question. Here we go. Who do I have winning this Super Bowl? Well, I've been back and forth with this, but I'm going to pick the Rams to win the Super Bowl. And the reason why is because I originally had the Rams and the Chiefs meeting in the Super Bowl. But since the Chiefs didn't make it, I'm going to have to go with the team that I picked to make it to the Super Bowl, and that is the Rams, and I'm going to stick to that. I think Matthew Stafford's experience will come into play. Now, he doesn't have a lot of playoff experience, but he has football experience. It's going to be a big matchup for him, and this is going to be... a lot for him to prove if the Rams win this Super Bowl you talk about one of the greatest trades in NFL history that could go to Matthew Stafford for Jerry Goff I mean 
you can put that up there. You can rank that as one of the greatest trades in Super Bowl in NFL history. Um, and there are a lot of great trades that I can put above that, of course. But I said one of. So, hey, <laughs> Matthew Stafford has a lot riding on this one. Joe Burrow, Joe Cool, he doesn't. He's coming in with house money. Uh, the rest of that team is just playing with their backs against the wall the whole season, and they've responded very well. So I look forward to seeing what the Bengals do. And I will say this, man. I will say this. Even though I'm picking the Rams to win the Super Bowl, my heart is going to be with the Bengals. I'm just saying. So even if the Bengals win this Super Bowl, I'm not going to be heartbroken by it. I'm going to be okay with that because, hey, man, both teams deserve to get there. It's refreshing to have new faces, new teams in the Super Bowl, not the same old Tom, who's going to be Tom Brady story. So I, I really am going to enjoy, sit back and relax and just take the Super Bowl in. It reminds me of last year's NBA Finals when we had two teams that nobody really knew about, the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks, and we all came to love Giannis. We all came to love Devin Booker and CP3. So I think you're going to get the same thing with this Super Bowl. I think it's going to be a very competitive one. And my final score, this is the first time I've done a final score. I waited all the way to the Super Bowl to do this. But my final score, I have the Rams winning 33-30 to 30 by a field goal. So that is my final score for the Super Bowl. Thank you for tuning in to this last mini NFL Picks episode of Magnificent Vibes Podcast. I'm your host, Rod the Magnificent. Hey, check out the latest episode, me and Ian back on the mic and talking about NBA and the what's been going on with that. And also get Ian's take on who he thinks is going to win the Super Bowl as well. So take a listen to that episode. But in the meantime, I will see you guys on the next one. And oh, by the way, that is my pick and I'm sticking to it. Peace.